I'm good, Brian. I just hit the record button, so you can't say anything dumb. Okay, so I should hang up now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. How are you today, sir? I'm pretty good. You're in Texas? I am in Texas, yes. Yeah, Wisconsin. We got ice on the ground here. So where in Wisconsin? Uh, just south of Green Bay. No way. My sister lives in Green Bay. Okay, yeah. Uh, her, she married and moved up there, divorced and stayed up there. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, a, it's a nice place. So <clears throat> I'll tell you this, we, during COVID, we drove, we had, we were supposed to go on a cruise, me and my kids. And it, of course it was canceled. So instead I rented a Jeep Cherokee, uh, you know, one of the long ones, not one of the fun ones. And we went to Arkansas uh, to visit some, uh, one of my friends there, drove up to Green Bay for a day. Then went to Door County and uh -huh. hung out in Door County for three or four days, back to Green Bay, then to Dollywood, back to Arkansas, and back to Houston. It was, it was fantastic. I love Door County up there. Okay. You went on a super vacation? I did. I mean, you had plenty of time, you know. The, the roads were the best they had ever been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only place I want to go on vacation is either home or maybe like um, the Boundary Waters, like a camping trip or something. Yeah. But that's about all I want to do. I, I don't want to go to Dolly World. I used to want to go to like the Corvette Museum and I used to want to go to the Jack Daniels Distillery. Not anymore. Yeah, I, I can I can relate. I do want to go do a, a whiskey tour, though. But I'll tell you this. I, I'm the same way. I used to love going to amusement parks. There was nobody at Dollywood. We got to do whatever we wanted to do whenever we wanted to. It was oh. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah I bet. Yeah, it's, it's not over publicized and she's kind of, you know, and they, they probably built a huge infrastructure. It's probably a great, fantastic place. It was, but this was also during COVID, so nobody was yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. So um, are, are you in the building trades or something like that? Um, building trades? I'm sorry. Uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you do, Brian Hill? Brian Hill? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's funny. Um, I, I used to teach, um, and then I, when I got divorced, I started looking at different areas. I, I love teaching, was coaching, and you can see I've got some awards behind me. Um, a lot of our kids just were phenomenal. Um, we, we just had a, since 2002, we put more people in the major leagues uh, than any other school in Texas. So it, it was just a phenomenal experience, but I needed something different. That. Yeah. The key part, some, maybe even. I don't know about a key part. I, I coached uh, seventh grade football and stuff for a while and ninth grade football. So I had a lot of those kids at a young age. So I got to see them go. Paul Goldsmith. I don't know if you follow, follow any place for St. Louis. Um, I got to have him in seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Uh, and then, of course, he played baseball. So I got to help out with him okay. until he graduated. So just to watch those kids grow up, but it made this is huge impression. And then when I went into sales for uh, Gordon Foods, which you may know Gordon Foods, yeah, um, I, I loved it. I love food, but I, I needed something different. And I looked at my kids one day and what they were doing and the, the kids that I, I coached and taught. And I just noticed like, man, there's certain we need to make some changes. So one of the guys locally just organically approached me and said, hey, I've got an idea. Um, they've got this thing called the Green Business Bureau. What we want to do is take and create a local initiative here in the Woodlands and try to make it the number one business sustainable community in the nation. Oh. And I looked, I thought about it and went, 
oh, okay, that sounds cool. And so I, I just have risked everything. We've risked a lot of stuff to try to get this. Now, what we found out is that we're in the oil and gas um, and there's a lot of education pieces that need to be, there's a lot of misunderstanding of what that truly means. Um, a lot of businesses don't understand the ROI. Uh, they don't understand how to put it in place. And they think of it as a lot of regulations, government type. What did you say you're, you're into oil and gas? No, that's all there is here. Oh, well, oh, here oh, there's oh, a lot oh. of, we are, we're basically oil and gas. So a lot of people either worked in some, some type of oil and gas or have that mentality. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it creates an, a, if the a only tool you have is a hammer. Everything looks like a nail. That's exactly very well said. Yes. So, um, but you know, we started this and it, it's kind of pivoted because we learned that there was a huge education piece. Uh, so over the past year, we've done a lot of networking and inter uh, uh, working groups and hopefully some education. Uh, we've so done a lot. The, so the, the, this uh, branch of the initiative, your goal is to make uh, the Woodland area, that's the name of your town, uh, the, the greenest area, maybe the, mo the most net zero homes per square mile. Well, so, yeah. So let me elaborate for a second. So uh, Howard Hughes owns this uh, development. They bought it. Uh, a couple years back, and they've made it LEED certified. So now it is a green, sustainable community as far as the whole community. We focus on businesses. So we want to be able to take and create a, a template where we can go in with the GBB program and institute it, create business practices that are more sustainable so that they can be more efficient and gain um, more clarity in what that means and, and uh, really help their bottom line, but also help the planet. And we want to be able to take that and go from community to community and replicate it. So we create a template that works, go into different community governments and uh, through them, we'll go to branch out to the businesses. And hopefully the idea is that you can make this very infectious and go from one to two and two to four. Right. And all of a sudden, now the U.S. is leading the way in sustainability instead of following. Um, so up, up here, a lot of fuel is lost heating our homes in the winter. I mean, I'm sure you guys waste a lot of energy heat cooling your homes in the, in the summer and heating them in the winter. Um, I, I don't know if I could make a more efficient vehicle, but I, I guess I could make a more efficient structure. Right. I, and I think that's where, um, I, I think that's what we don't understand. Like we don't understand how to do that. So our platform gives you the ideas or the resources to get started including the steps of how to do it. But the, the ironic part of this, when we- But you're talking made, about big infrastructure. You're, you're talking about like, uh, you know, trying to run a city or, you know, uh, you, you're talking about like helping provide energy demand for multiple buildings. Uh, not necessarily, but it could. So we're, we're just giving a business a plan so that they can go out and create a recycling program. Uh, limit their paper, um, uh, understand what their trash is or what the waste is. So you just is want to help refine that. existing businesses practices. Absolutely. That's where we'll start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are and they, it's fun. Are you, do, do, do you do a lot of um, geothermal in Texas? Probably not. Well, so, so through the pivot, what we ended up finding was uh, we ran into a group called Bay Tech Works. So now I'm VP of business development for them. What they were is a business accelerator started out as I'm looking at their portfolio, go, hey, you've got all these new technology, sustainable communities from solar um, to geothermal. 
to we've got we we've brought on since I've been here we've brought on a uh, group called Bronco Power which has a battery backup system instead of using a generator it's a lot more sustainable and it's it's probably uh, it's at least uh, less than half the cost so we, we now we what it's turned out to be is we have the platform for a business but we also have solutions that businesses can look at uh, and homeowners mm-hmm. So, so yeah, to answer your question, yes, there is some geothermal. What we found, what, what's crazy is, uh, I'll go back to the oil and gas. Most people think of Houston as oil and gas, but there is a huge swelling of new technologies that will help, like in 10 years, look back that have come, a lot of us come out of the space program, if I'm honest. Uh, we had a conversation with a solar group yesterday. Uh, I can't share too much with it, but a lot of their technology is them taking stuff that um, was developed through NASA or through uh, the ideas, but they couldn't quite make it work. Now they've found a way to make it work and applicable to any business or home. Another group we've got, um, he actually was working on hydroponics for NASA. Now the patents run out. So he's got a, a hydroponic farm here. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff that we're seeing. It's just people don't get, know about it. I wonder if we could burn cleaner fuels in our vehicle. You know, like, does ethanol burn cleaner? So uh, we're actually working with a group that you has, like. Oh, I changed the subject every. Uh... I, look, I'm I'm good with it. Matt. I told you I was a teacher for a long time. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> You're <a> bad student. <laughs> I know how to pivot. So many questions. I'm trying to explain something. <laughs> yeah. So so what I'm gonna so we actually have a company that is working right now that we're we're helping uh, with investors and stuff that is working on at least more efficient fuel. So we're trying to get step by step. So you'll take diesel, uh, make it more efficient, more cleaner. And then that next step would be somebody else will integrate it. And now we're burning much cleaner fuels that are actually applicable um, to what we're doing to our current vehicles. So like this, this, this subject is just so like exciting and, uh, you know, so many questions and ideas. And, you know, I've always wanted to build a a net zero house. I actually did make my house net zero for a, a period of time. Um, but uh, it's such an exciting subject and you, my mind jumps all over the place. <laughs> well, okay. So we've got a company now that we're working there that we're working with. We're trying to actually get them to build a location here. They've American company, but they had to go abroad to test their technology. Mm-hmm. It is actually uh, um, hurricane resistant, earthquake resistant, mold and fire resistant. And it is more insulated because they don't use your typical uh, materials. Um, they have a they they have a plant that should be opening here soon in I believe South Dakota. Is it's it one concrete? Of the uh, it's a ceramic material. Okay, a, an insulation, a more uh, earth friendly insulation in the middle. Is so it cast it, in place or cast in a factory? Yeah, exactly. So they'll customize it, and they can do multifamily. Um, and they can only go up to three stories right now, but they can do multifamily. Uh, they can do single family. They can do a, a, a building, um, an office building, uh, and they you get the design. They build it in the plant, put it together, take it apart, put it on a truck, ship it to you, and yeah. then they put it together. And it takes less time than a normal. So housework. cool, you know. Other other things. So I've dreamt about like being. I'm going to be a developer someday. <laughs> save the planet, making like a like a, a small tiny village community or almost like a retirement community, having central boilers and central. I don't know if you could have central cooling. It's, I guess if you had if you had individual evaporators in each each one, then you could have a central condenser. 
Yeah. So, so what if I told you that you could actually, um, there's, there's technology out there and there's actually, we have a, a group, we decided to take several of our companies and put together. And what if I told you, you could actually put a power grid right in the middle of your block and power your whole block and be total off grid. Yeah, I, I believe you. I, I've, I've done two solar installs and they're just small, small arrays and they, they pay off. So, yeah. you know, I, I would imagine with some wind turbines or solar, you, you could build your own generation grid. Yep. Now, this would be a, a combination of um, solar, hydrogen, uh, water evaporator, stuff like that. Okay. Neat. Yeah. Well, you got a, you got a fun job. <laughs> well, yes, it, it's, a, it's a lot. It's fun. Um, you know, we've also be, become uh, the, really the fun part is meeting the people, getting engaged with the people. Um, I would have to say early on in, in my life, I was more introverted. Um, mm -hmm. And now I just hearing people's stories, their technologies and kind of being in awe of their intelligence is amazing. Um, and it motivates me because there's changes. I, I, I'm a family man. I love my kids and I, a lot of my life is built around my kids. Um, so I, I want to make sure that um, they're taken care of and to be able to see some of the technologies. Um, there's a lot of hope out there and a lot of positive energy that's generated. So to be a part of it, or at least be in the middle of it through this and the networking groups that we've uh, gotten into it's really good it's really cool. yeah it's, it's just like it's frustrating when you think about the size of the problem and, and how ingrained people are into doing things the way they were taught how to do them this is the materials that are available to us this is how the building inspector wants it right yeah and and then if you want to do a big project you need huge economical advantage you need a giant economical lever you need you need like a, a group of investors or a very large investor um and then he has to have faith in his team that's doing this project especially if you're using unconventional products and materials you don't know what their life cycle is like correct yeah and a lot of it i think that's the fear uh it's always the fear of change um yeah. so being able to find what the positive uh, the positive aspects would be uh, one, and then finding those one or two people that believe that and do it. And then once it's executed, then everybody else will start to fall uh, or fall in place. Right. So, so yeah. a cheaper, easier way to do something. And, and if you can do it a better way, you know, like, no, here's a thermal wall. It, it acts like a battery, you know. Exactly. And look, I'm going to be straightforward. For me, I'm a connector. I, I have no idea some of these technologies um, and, I, and I have a science background. I was well, a biology, yeah, what did you teach? Biology. I taught okay. PE and then uh, seventh grade science and biology. I, and I love- You know what I want to make? I want to make a, a, a vehicle that'll run on fuel that we can manufacture. You know, like I'm, I'm sure that if, if I did, if I knew a science guy or something, he could probably explain to me how to make gas. But I, I don't know what kind of infrastructure I need. So what's the minimal, you know, if I make a wood gasifier, that's an example. You, uh -huh. you see people do that. In, on the, I'd like to make a vehicle that can run off of fuel that we could manufacture with uh, minimal amount of um, uh, ecological impact 
And, you know, like, can, can we make a vehicle that runs off of alcohol? Is that better for the environment? You know, what, what kind of what kind of waste is generated? What, where do we get our fuel to make the alcohol from? So, Right. Yeah, no. And, and I think we're the only vehicles that run off of alcohol and we, we run kind of sluggish, you know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> uh, there is technology out there for hydrogen. And one of the... Um, the the off-grid solution we were talking about earlier, we would like to be able to uh, eventually pit it to where it can run an EV charging pipe station. Mm-hmm. So you drop it like a rest area, you go, you can get a drink from a, a computerized- So it's like a hydrogen generator of sorts? Pretty much, yeah. You, you, but, you turn it on and some plates make hydrogen gas? Yep, and then it converts it into electricity through the process. Now you've got the electricity for the EV, but- as the the it also gives you the infrastructure there to implement hydrogen vehicles too, which can go a lot further um, on, yeah, a, on a I don't know. On a charge. I, don't, I don't know where we're at there. I, I, I don't study the leading edge of that stuff. Yeah. So so you've asked me. So tell me a little bit about you and exactly what you do. I'd love to hear your story. Uh, I was a soldier and I bought an apartment building. Uh, when I was going to retire, it was going to be a retirement job because I knew how to pound nails. You know, I, I had a hammer. Um, and I was good at it. So then I bought another building. I started earning too much money. I was, I was earning more than I did. And I, I don't want a Corvette and I, I don't want a vacation. But I, I've always wanted to invent something. You know? like, I wanted to invent, uh, one, one thing I wanted to invent um, was a floating solar array. You know, ba- basically I cast solar cells into a, a, a neck that floats. Then you can cast it out on any any body of water. Um, so I, I'm like, oh, what, what, what do I do when I grow up? And I, I always found myself teaching people because I got all these apartments and I have to do all this maintenance. And I'm tired of it and I want somebody to do my job for me. So I, I started turning myself into a teacher and my apartment building into a school. Mm-hmm. So I'd get different technicians in there and I'd do different jobs with them and I'd share knowledge with them. And then I, I came to the thought, like, man, I'm teaching these people about life skills. I wish I, I wish we had more coaches doing this, sharing this knowledge. And I, I wish there was some way to organize all of our educators. So, so then I came up with the idea of treating education like the commodity and, and uh, making a sales platform similar to Craigslist. So a wrestling coach could post a class, hey, I'll, I'll teach you how to get out of a rear naked choke. That'll be one of my classes. Mm-hmm. Or I, I, I'll teach you how to extract honey. Or I'll, I'll teach you how to build a, a battery. So uh, a teacher uh, can solicit skill sets to students. Um, so I'm, I'm, so then I started building schools. I, I found a development company. I have no idea how to build an app. I uh, found a development company, t- started explaining what I want to build, all, all the mechanical features of it, not mechanical features, but functionalities of it. And then they gave me a prototype and started fixing it, fixing bugs. Uh, so I started building the school. And then the, the development got too expensive. I was spending more than the apartments could afford. Mm-hmm. So the project was getting bigger. So then I mortgaged my apartments and I bought two hotels. So now I run apartments and hotels to pay for the school. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm doing this podcast. So, so pretty soon I have to market this thing. And so I have to gain trust and recognition. And I got to like flip people or whatever. And uh, so they got me doing this podcast, um, you know, every day I sit down and do like one or two interviews and 
that I post. I mean, I don't know if people are going to watch my content or not, but um, so in hopes I can build a brand and then I can launch it. Like, hey, it's a, it's a known commodity. This is a known person. So yeah, uh, I'm, we're, we're, we're pretty close on development. We have the apps built. Um, we have mm-hmm. the Google app and the Apple app built, which is two different things. And now right. we built the web app version and they'll all work together. And I could have users be teachers. So you could post a class on how to make a t-shirt. And the class costs $80, it's two hours long. And when you leave, you'll leave with a t-shirt. Or I could teach a class on how to build a, a house and it's a 12 week, week long course. And you get to come, I'm a contractor. You basically kind of become like an employee of mine for 12 weeks and I teach you how to build a house. Mm-hmm. And I charge you or pay you, you know. And then you, you learn something. You come home with some knowledge. Uh, no, I love that. Being a former educator, I love that. Yeah, um, I think it's a better way to educate. It's a, a la carte education. Like, oh, hey, hey, kiddo, what do you want to do? You want to learn how to fix a car? Because mm-hmm. you uh, fix a car? Could you, could yeah. you teach your kid? Could yeah, I? You could teach him how to swing a bat, maybe. I, well, I could. Th- I'm very handy around the house. So well, yeah, yeah. Well, like, so, yeah. Right. But, but there's certain cooking, for instance. Yeah, or, or coding. Our coding, uh, yeah, anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, so uh, that's an interesting thought. We're actually, I've got a meeting later today um, with a developer, um, and we're going to do some advising for him. One of the things that we want to build is a um, incubation type area where we have a specific focus. Um, we're deciding on what that focus is going to be, but you could have. Uh, companies come in and do demos. You have people that go there and start businesses, entrepreneurs, or you focus, you know, you can do learning, whatever you want. But through this, as a former educator, um, one of the things that I want to do, and I would love to do, and I'd love to be able to use my resources, is create something very similar. But I want, I want to be able to connect it to kids when they're in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, so they can start understanding college is great, but you don't have to go to college. You don't you have to go to college. college does not make you successful. A piece of that's, paper doesn't make you successful. But but there are so many of them out there that one, that's what they think. So if they don't go, they're a failure. But right. the bigger problem well, that's is because that's what we were sold. If, if the only mm-hmm. tool you have is a hammer. <laughs> I, exactly. So what if we could teach them? I thought was, well, what if we could teach them one, the options at an early age. Well, the first person we need to change is not the student. We need to change the teacher. That's the first person we need to change. Yeah. Well, then we'll get deeper into the system. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about the system. But if, if you could offer something online, you, you go past that. So if online, I could learn about these different, if I had like briefly seminars. So it's kind of like, it's just like sales. I want to be able to, one, if, if I find that we have an, a mutual interest, I want to be able to find something to hook you quickly so that we can have a deeper conversation. But the problem is the kids don't know what that is. So how can I make a choice if I don't know where I sit at the first point? So if I can assess you or you have an easy assessment or something that's very easy that I think a nurse does this, but in five, 10 minutes, I can tell you actually what a nurse does. Well, then I know either I want to or I don't. And then I can go on and kind of check that off my list. But if you can make that accessible to them in a very quick manner, 
Now you're making a difference in, an ed, in, in one, a kid's education, but two, the biggest one is you're letting them get in a direction because too many of them, and I've got one that just walked out the door, but you've got too many of them that are just, and I was one of them, that just spin and spin because they don't know where to go. How old and is that one that just left? 21. If you want me to talk to you, let me know. <laughs> well, yeah, so, so really it's, it's just, you know, finding a way that makes it, they're on the web so much. Yeah. So if you're going to be on there, what if I gave you something that you could actually find a direction and find something you like? So you like to play video games? Yeah. Well, what about these ads? Oh, wait a second. No, I really don't want to do that. Okay, then maybe you look into this, but something that gets them quick, you have to, it has to be in a couple of minutes to be able to get them. And then they have to be able to take it another step. Yeah. So with your platform, I love that. I mean, that would be something that, I don't know, you could possibly offer at some point. Yeah, I'm, I'm very close to, I'm not possibly going to offer it. I am, I am doing it. Huh. So how do you get people to, how do you engage with the younger group to be able to go, it's almost like a I, I guess you got to make it trendy. You know, you got to kind of go viral nowadays. So somehow I got to do this podcast and not sound like a moron or something and get some people to watch me. And um, I got to convince them that if they take this drywalling class, they're going to have an economic advantage. You learn how to drywall and you need, you need to make money. At least you know how to drywall. At least you can go back to that. You know how to run a restaurant now. At least you can go back to that. Right. You know, if you got these seven, I, I, I call them uh, modes of economy. I, I, I always described, you know, when people, hey, how do you be successful? I'm like, well, have lots of modes of economy. If you, if you have a thousand different ways that you can make money, you, you can be employing 10 of those simultaneously. Right. But right. if you only have one way of making money, you can only work when that one way is open. Like, yeah, we have hours for you. No, sorry, we don't have hours for you. And then that guy is hopeless. He has no other way to make money. Right. Okay. You so let me ask you. Tractor? You can't. You can't plow a field. You can't well, do me, things. Yeah. So yeah, you just brought up a great point. Made me think. So in your business, let's say um, you have people that you bring on. Instead of you spending your time, well, I've already got this video. Let me. I want you tonight. This is your homework. Look at it. And then when you get in here, I expect you to be able to do this, this, and this. We're going to do drywalling today. Right. And uh, so oh, if I'm yeah. trying to make them do a little bit of research. Pretty much. Yeah. But you make yeah, it accessible. What materials, what tools. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and another another thing I like about the the, the way I'm going to try to deliver um, education is I'm, I'm going to get to expose you to like a mechanics tool set uh, ahead of time. Like you want to work on cars. Look, you need all these things. You need you, you need this much infrastructure to do this task. You want to keep honeybees? You need this much infrastructure. It's going to impact your life this much. Right. So, it, it, and then people just will have slightly better understanding of what it means to get into something. Because you jump into a project that's too big, you're going to be feeling the pain for a long time. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 I yeah. know. It's, 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 uh, it's like you have this idea and it's a great idea, but you know this much about it. So you start to run with it. And then all of a sudden you realize there's this many layers mm -hmm. and you go, oh, wait a second. What do I do now? So I'm already this yeah. deep. And, and, and college degrees let you do that. College degrees let you make that mistake. A college degree will let a kid waste four years of his life on something he might not like. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And then how many businesses have you had 
well, this is the other challenge is if you go to a business school, think about how many businesses have come out of either a project or a project that the teacher said, that'll never work. Yeah. <laughs> Raising Cane's, you know, Raising Cane's, the chicken uh, place? The, the movie? No, Raising Cane's is a chicken place. Oh. Uh, they have chicken tenders, fried chicken tenders, and that's all they do. Sweet tea. Um, they're all over here in the South. Um, they were an LSU project. From my understanding, they came out of LSU and they were told that it wouldn't work. So the story goes that he quit. The one I, I was told and read was that he quit school, started his chicken chain, and now it's a huge chain. And it's phenomenal chicken. It's, right. it's some of the best. Yeah. 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 Cool stuff. Yeah. Really cool stuff. So, so how else can I help you today? Uh, th that's about it. You can join my Facebook group. <laughs> I've got like four users so far. I just started <laughs> this. Uh, I just published all my podcasts. They're, they're all kind of ad hoc. Whatever happens in that conversation happens in the conversation. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how else you could help me. Uh, uh you know, it's, it's kind of like I'm on a blind journey, you know, like I, I kind of know where I want to go, but I've never been there before. Yeah, uh, I can relate. Yes, I can relate. Um, I, I think for, I think, you know, if you find from my experience, once you find that peace in your soul, you just keep chasing it. Not the soul, not the, not the actual peace because you already have it, but you keep find you keep chasing the dream that you find that peace in and you just keep going and going and going wherever it takes you. If you have to pivot right, pivot left, go backwards, then it's going to tell you. But that piece that tells you inside is the one that leads you to where you're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, Lucas told me, he's like, you got to figure out some metric. He's like, you, you got to flip them somehow. You got to get their email or get a follower or something like that. I, I still don't know what he's talking about. But uh, uh, for, for the ones that you do interviews or. Yeah, so he's a marketing-minded guy, so he wants to track progress somehow. So he wants me to create some metric. He hasn't really defined it for me. He kind of cast it as this arbitrary um, factor. So, Most? yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing on the technical side or, or, or uh, you know, the, the vision side. It's almost like I'm flying blind, you know, seat of my pants. That's kind of kind of how I operate. But it 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 has proven to be better to act before you think. For me, I guess, you, you know, uh, fortune favors the bold. Almost is another way to say it. Like, if if you want to sit idle and be indecisive, you're going to get a lot less done. Uh -huh. So it's it, it's almost better to. I don't want to say act radically or erratically but uh take short guided action like okay i need to market this thing i'm going to start talking to people at marketing and every, every customer i talk to i'm going to be like how, how can i market this thing because when, when i do try to launch it my, my school won't work unless i can get a lot of teachers and a lot of students to use it almost instantaneously because uh -huh. if i convince you to be a teacher and you got the app downloaded on your phone you're like i'll do it eric and 12 months goes by and nobody applied for your class, you might not keep that app on your phone. Right. So uh, somehow I've got to get a, a magnitude of teachers 
to create content that they've never created before. They don't know how to create. And then I got to get students to try to purchase this project from a store they've never heard of before or saw before in a process they're unfamiliar with. And then I got to be, well, it's kind of like a hammer, but it doesn't work like a hammer, you know? Right. Yeah. So I got to figure out a way to market this, explain it to the masses and uh, get a lot of users. So have, have you thought about running a test case? So pulling somebody okay, yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where you pull somebody in and run a, a test yeah. feature yeah. and then see and get put it out there and get we'll feedback. Yeah, we've, we've done classes um, yeah. where we, we've typed up, uh, okay, these are the learning objectives. Uh, this, is the, this is the student. So you, you can read certain things about the student. You can see previous classes the student took. So if the student took like these seven other woodworking classes from this this other instructor, when he comes to take your class, he's probably a you know a young kid, and his parents keep putting him in these classes. Or anyway, yeah, I, I, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I have a vision. I, I got to make it uh, into reality here. Right. Oh, I love that. Uh, and if I can help her, or, or you want to bounce some stuff off of me, um, well, if, I, if you want to continue this conversation, like you could reschedule one, another one of these things or something. I, 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 have, I have a lot of shortcomings too. I, 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 I don't do good keeping notes and keeping contacts. Pe people kind of have to keep in touch with me. Uh huh. But um, if you if you want to reconnect, that'd be really cool. I've had a great yeah. conversation with you. Yeah, I'd love to be able to see where you're going and um, help. And then if we can utilize it to get um, GBV out there and the stuff we're doing with Baytech Works. Yeah, um, we can yeah. talk more about that and, and, and how somebody could become a customer of yours or how you give a customer consultation or something like that. Do you offer those kind of services? Um, so, yes, we have. Um, the whole program is really built as a DIY. So you get to pick and choose. Um, what legitimate initiatives you want to implement based on your business and based on you, who you are. Uh -huh. um, here, uh, the original plan, and we'll go back to it at some point, is to go into businesses and actually help them implement. In other words, we'll walk you through the program because there is a certification at the end. So you mm -hmm. do get a seal um, after you go through the first three you steps. Yeah. Well, you put it on your website. You put it on your website so people can click on oh, it and see yeah. actually what people, it means. People want to see that. Yeah. Well, people, they you can, want to see, Yeah. And this tells you instead of saying I'm a green business, this says I'm a green business. Oh, and here's what I do. Uh, you're selling yeah. the blue check mark. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But I can go in and see, I can click on the seal, it opens up and you can see what exactly that means. Uh -huh. um, here we wanted to be able to go in and walk them through that process and actually do more of a consulting piece where I was their project manager, right. would go through it a couple hours, you know, in a couple of weeks, yeah. go through it with these them. Are, these are eight places questions. I identified that we could focus on. Yeah, well, it would be really, it's, it's uh, the assessment first, uh, setting up their website, putting their seal on it. That's the bigger part. And then saying, okay, this, what areas, this is the report, what areas do you want to focus on and building them out and if right. i needed to i could connect them to the people that can right. do it or i can say here you go here's where you need to go uh what's your plan great you want to do this one in six months you want to start this one in seven months mm -hmm. blah, blah blah and kind of help them create a plan for themselves right. on a short period of time just to help them get started because once most people get started it's easy easier yeah. um 
and I think that's like going back to our original, uh, the things we've talked it's about. It's like trying to make a sale. Yeah. Yeah. And, and getting people started in Convincing the most them. difficult part. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. I mean, you, you almost need buy-in right away. Otherwise, how many customers do you help for free? Right now, I help quite a bit for free. Right. 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 <laughs> but, I'm but the, yeah. Well, we're just trying to, you know, get that word out. And um, I mean, I'm a former educator, so. Um, it's kind of in my DNA. But you're you're going to be targeting people in in your regional area, though. Um, yes. Uh, as as far as helping them out, yes. Uh, yeah. Right now, um, we've kind of like I said, we've moved away from that. Uh, we still have it on the board, and we still are very active in our community. Um, we just don't have a lot of. Uh, we have a huge like education gap that we've got to close. We've closed a lot. So what I've done now is I still work for GBB um, and I talk to people all over the world. Um, I had a, a conference with a, a group from India um, last week from Saudi Arabia. Um, I, I'm constantly having communications with a, a group from Norway, a large group. So I'm all over the place as far as where we're talking. And of course, people in um, the US. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see you working with some guys trying to uh, trying to use. I, I love I love it when people try to do things an unconventional way. If if, if you want to see a, a, another way to do something, hire somebody that's never done it before. So if you want to see another, <laughs> if you want to see a way to build another way to build a house, hire somebody that has never done. Hire somebody that's never seen a house before. Yeah, yeah. They'll show you another way to do it. Uh, absolutely, yeah, um, for sure. Well, I'm I don't know if I'm going to cut this off because nobody's going to watch it 39 minutes. Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I can see I, I hope uh, I'm going to shoot you the link to the um, Facebook book group. I'll, I'll shoot it to you on LinkedIn, and if if you want to join the group, you can. Um, I'll probably put some posts on there eventually. I think I'm going to have to, so okay. you can kind of keep in touch that way if, if you're interested and keep it an eye on me. Absolutely, yeah, and, and I don't mind reposting it. Um, the more. You know, the more exposure that people understand and have about what we're doing, uh, about the things that you're doing, and the people that are trying to make a difference, I think the better off we are. Okay. See ya. All right. Awesome meeting you, Brian. Thank you. I'll, 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 I'll share your, uh, your 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 link on on the podcast. Uh, that would be that would be awesome. All right. Yeah. Good meeting you. Take care. All right. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye.